As we remain standing, just a moment, I'd like to read our scripture lesson for the sermon. Please note this, that prior to the birth announcement of Jesus in Matthew's gospel, which was our gospel lesson today, there is a list of names, a genealogy, a family tree of sorts, and I'd like to read that to you now. Please grant this a vigilant hearing. This is the word of the living God. The record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab, and Aminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz by Rahab, Boaz was the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David the king. David was the father of Solomon by Bathsheba, who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abiah, Abiah the father of Asa, Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham, Jotham was the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh the father of Ammon, and Ammon the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was the father of Abiad, Abiad the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor was the father of Zadak, Zadak the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Mathan, and Mathan the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So, all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, 14 generations. Thus far the reading of God's word, and all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in your kindness, cause your word to be alive for us, shape us, and teach us, so that we may live lives pleasing to you. We pray all of this through Jesus, the one who always did what pleases you. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, today is Christmas, and actually, it is the first day of the 12 days of Christmas. And for many, this is a time when families gather And some of those gatherings include trees being present and decorated with festive branches hovering over presents. Families and trees. Now when it comes to both families and trees, there are differences and differences of opinion. Some insist on a real tree. Others prefer a real artificial tree. This sermon title... A Tale of Two Trees does not refer to those trees which may be ribboned or lit, ornamented, tinseled, or starred. Those trees are fun, 
And while recent days may have included visions of sugar plums dancing in youthful heads, egg-noggy visits, and mistletoe smooches, I will not be referring to those trees anymore. Instead, I will be referring to family connections, family backgrounds, family heritage, and with those with whom we are connected. Family trees in that sense. This sermon will also admit the reality of odd families and even odder members of those families. No finger pointing. This season and our gatherings allow us to hear from or to, e- or to even bring us face to face with people we did not choose. Perhaps even people we would not have chosen. And yet they are our family members. They are part of our family tree. Chesterton said it well, the supreme adventure he wrote is being born. It's a splendid and startling trap. Our uncle is a surprise. Our aunt is, to use the common expression, a bolt from the blue. When we step into a family, we do step into a world that we have not made. Each family is curious. Most of you would admit that your own family tree is interesting, perhaps even Odd, gatherings are an adventure, and the guest list gets looked at. I want to see who's coming. We see something similar in Jesus' genealogy, his family tree, as I've termed it today. We read the listing of names, and there are surprises especially surprised by some of those who are included. These are part of Jesus' family lineage. Some are suspicious. Some are salacious. Some are scoundrel. All of them sinners. Before we even get to Mary, there are four outsiders mentioned. Gentiles are mentioned. Tamar, Canaanite. Rahab, Canaanite from Judah. Excuse me, Jericho. Ruth from Moab. Bathsheba, she married a Gentile soldier. Uriah the Hittite. Eventually, Mary is mentioned. And we all know that surrounding her are all kinds of Questions and suspicions and wonderments. But back to the four Gentile women. There happens to be a suspicion of questionable character as well. Thinking back, Tamar incestuously took matters into her own hand, presenting herself as a prostitute. Rahab was a prostitute, 
Ruth, Moabitess, and Bathsheba committed adultery. By the way, it's not just the gals. It's the guys, too. Were you to look in verse 10? Hezekiah's son Manasseh was a mess. And Manasseh's son Amon followed in his daddy's messy footsteps. This list in Matthew chapter 1 includes some we likely did not expect. Probably wouldn't have chosen. We wonder, them? That person is included too? This happens when we look back. I wonder if it's going to happen when we look ahead. That person is included also? Looking at this family tree, we might say that the wood of this tree is gnarled and knotted, distressed, perhaps fungal, or even rotted. We are fond of saying that Jesus came to seek and to claim such as them. However, this family tree tells us more than that. This list tells us that he came from such, identified with such. One might say that this is part of his ancestry.com. Back to the gals. This genealogy, this family tree, this list includes some questionable brides. And at first we might be bothered, suspicious, until we recall the bride Jesus came to claim is also questionable. You and me, we are questionable. So a tale of two trees. Two Trees? What do you mean? All of this points us back to another tree. A tree from the beginning of the Bible. A tree in Genesis. That initial tree of failure and fall. A tree which marks all of those who come from it. The fallen those who fail, it's a fatal tree, a tree of death. We are supposed to make this connection as we read Matthew's gospel because the first two words of Matthew's gospel happen to be book Genesis. We're supposed to look back. That Genesis tree was the original family tree from which all would come. And they all share that tree's sap. Fall and failure and death. All who sprout from that tree are gnarled and knotty and rotted and dying. All who are in that family tree start there and stay there. And they cannot get out on their own. 
The Apostle Paul says, For since by a man, Adam, came death, as in Adam all die, yep, those of the Genesis tree of the first Adam cannot untree themselves, nor do they despise their family. They are part of the family, complete with weird uncles and sassy aunts, cranky grandparents and gnarled siblings. They are part of the deadwood, completely dead, not mostly dead, all dead. They are unable to perform the surgery to untree themselves. That's a true tale of that family tree. Something else is needed. Rescue is needed. Another tree, another family tree. So another family tree is formed. And it is formed beautifully by one who would come and enter that first tree, participating in the tree of death. And in so doing, will overcome death and form a new family. Thus, the wonder of the incarnation, the enfleshing of the Son of God, Jesus partakes of like nature, full flesh and blood and bone, born of a woman in the fullness of time. He came unto his own. <clears throat> he came unto those. The list tells us that he came from such and for such. He came among the dying and he died in their place so as to form a new family tree. So, a tale of two trees. Let us conclude. The family tree of the first Adam mm -hmm, and the family tree of the last Adam. The last Adam enters and participates and gives hope. Hope. Exercise. Say the names and watch what happens. Because reputations tend to stick. Just say Bathsheba and people tend to think of her and label her with what she did. Same is true of Rahab. And without gospel lenses, without gospel lenses, we tend to view the Tamars and the Rahabs and the Bathshebas for what they did instead of seeing them according to what the Lord has done for them. Sometimes reputations stick around, they're sticky. Amazingly, our Lord enters in and participates and identifies with such. The same is true of Levi in the Gospels, also known as Matthew. Even after his calling to follow Jesus, he is still called the tax collector. It stuck around for a while. Now, with those people, 
We only know about some of their sins. And as it is with each one of us, there's much we do not know. So if you tend to conclude that who you were or what you did is stronger than the Lord's work, there is no hope. There is a tale of two trees. And now, on this Christmas, may our wonder increase when we consider the tree from which we have come and the tree into which we have been placed. Because our Savior entered into that first family tree and from that lovingly formed his own family tree. And all of this was demonstrated by hanging on another tree. In the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.